I saw an Instagram video from our favorite church boy and the guy who himself says that he gives the worst advice, which he does. He gives some pretty bad advice, (laughs) but I'm talking about Kev on stage. Kev said that he saw uh, something somewhere, I think some page called ATL Slurs. And it said, wings make everything better. We talking chicken wings, folks. We are talking American Deli, Atlanta's Best, Pizza Hut, Wingstop, wherever you get your wings from. That wings make everything better. Kev said, stressed, wings. Fell to class, wings. Wife cheated with Idris Elba, wings. And let me tell you something. This is so actual and factual because I will tear down a 10-piece mile with lemon pepper sprinkles and fried okra on a rainy day like it will block the humidity from my hair, okay? Because wings are Jesus and Jesus is love. Triple C community, what's up? Let's get into this next episode. today tuesday it's a tuesday before um thanksgiving happy i don't want to say happy thanksgiving because i feel like that's trying to make people conform to a holiday that i am starting to realize a lot of people don't believe in like that anymore but um technically in america it is the tuesday before the thanksgiving holiday so happy thanksgiving um If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I know I have conversations with people who say that it's not about like the holiday and what the holiday itself represents, but it's more so about everyone having time off or at least the one day. Um, Hopefully most people, not if you're in like service um, or anything, but like public service, but most people have the one day off and it's more so about everyone having time off together where they they can come together break bread fellowship talk to each other see each other so whatever the rest of this week um represents for you um and your family and your friends if you're having friends giving whatever i hope you enjoy it i hope it's a joyful time for you i hope it's a merry time for you if by chance you're listening to this and you're like exiled or isolated from your family and you know whatnot and you don't really feel like you have someone to share the holiday with um i'm gonna say it a little bit earlier i know i usually say it at the end but stay encouraged and stay motivated um stay focused on the things that are going to pull you out of a slump out of this slump if you're in a slump um but just stay focused okay so i say that to say you know enjoy the week and enjoy the the time off of work because that because that's what i'm gonna do okay i got my wine right here the beverage of the evening is menage a trois silk okay and if you know me know me you know that i like for my alcohol to have a little kick to it i feel like if it's under 10 percent, it's a waste of calories so yeah so that's the beverage of 
the evening. Okay. I, um, I want to talk about Omarion. <laughs> I want to talk about Omarion. Um, shout out to Omarion. Cause this brother is exhibiting unbotheredness on a grade A level. When I tell you homeboy is so unbothered with this situation that is going on with Fizz and April, or let me not be disrespectful, not a situation, but a relationship, even if it's just a publicity stunt, whatever, who cares? Um, We're going to give it the BOD and we just going to say their relationship. If you have not seen the Vlad TV interview on YouTube of Omarion, of Omarion, I want you to do yourself a favor and go watch it. Not to be petty, but just so you can see a clear illustration or a clear depiction, I should say, of self-control and unbotheredness. This man said that he was happy for April. Live your life. He says she is the mother of my children. If anything affects her, it affects my children. And if it affects my children, it affects me. So if she's happy, I'm okay with that. And then he hit y'all with the line from T.I. and Rihanna's hit song. He said, live your life. That's what he did. He said, live your life. And then when the interviewer asked him, did you see the explicit video of Fizz like playing with April's butt or something like that? He was like, I don't, Omar said, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was like, okay. <laughs> Literally homeboy was like, okay. He was like, that's what couples do. I mean, and, and let me just say this. Oh, and then and then Omarion today on Instagram, or was it earlier this week, went on to announce the a 2020 millennial tour that B2K will not be on. Let me tell you something. Onward and upward. Omarion, your PR person, your therapist, your counselor, um, whatever podcast that you're listening to. Uh, whatever scriptures or psalms that you are reading on a daily basis if you have an auntie who was in your ear just saying you know telling you and saying baby keep going and keep moving whatever it is that got you on this your yoga instructor because maybe it's a little zen in there whatever you are partaking in that got you zen to this magnitude anonymously somebody who is connected to Omarion anonymously send it to me I want the secret I feel like single women when they kept asking Sierra for the prayer okay Omarion link a sister in whatever got you zen like this please share please 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 share okay Jesus that man I mean smiling and like head was to the side like okay <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again after I get done talking to y'all because go watch it go watch it also if you follow me over on my Instagram page 
Key Curls, K-E-Y-C-U-R-L-S, you will saw that this week I cut my hair. And I have, it, it was a, it was a smorgasbord of things that was going on in my head when I picked up my shears and said, I'm about to cut my hair because it's just something about a woman when she's in a transitional phase in her life. And yes, this is me admitting that I am in a transitional phase in my life. Um, it's something about a woman in her hair. I don't know if it's the sound, the mere sound of the shears going that makes you feel like you are cutting off the past or that you are cutting off your emotions to something that has you wound up. It's just something about cutting off that hair that makes you feel like you're you're cutting off the past of anything that is damaging you that has caused you turmoil pain grief whatever so it was that in combination with me wanting a new look and aside from just wanting a new look physically I want something wanted at the time and still do want something different I want something different I want a shift not just with my physical appearance but in my life and I feel like a lot of times when women move forward with cutting their hair, it's the same thing like Angela Bassett did in, you know, waiting to exhale when she turned Bernie. If you're not, if you're not going to do it, I do it my damn self. And she took the scissors and she just. It's just, it's like that. Like you want it immediately. You want change and transition urgent. Like it's urgent it's an emergency I need it right now I'm not gonna let anybody talk me out of it you don't consult with anybody you just like I want it and like I said go over on my Instagram page if you um if you want to see it but it's gonna segue me into our topic of the evening which if you clicked on the podcast you already know the title it's black girl execution and I don't you know, we live in 2019. I have to be very mindful um, of exclaiming genders like that. So it's not just strictly for black girls. Of course, if you don't identify with a gender, that is fine and that is okay. We welcome you here, okay? Um, but just from my personal standpoint, it's black girl execution, okay? And what the haircut represents is immediate release, immediate release versus um, versus continuation of the work. Right. Because the haircut is immediate release. It makes it feel better. Oh, I have a change. But the next day, the situation still is what it is, because at a certain point we have failed to execute and carry out the task or carry on a continuation of the work that is in the long run going to get us the inner peace and satisfaction that we need in pursuit of true happiness not just happiness (laughs) shout to Will Smith we all love him but not just happiness but true everlasting long 
living happiness. Y'all, let me tell you something. That quest, it ain't easy. Okay? And is it really possible? Is it? If you've ever seen Sex in the City, and this is my favorite line from that movie. If you know me on a personal level, you've heard me say this before. The movie Sex in the City, where all of the women are sitting around a table, and it was when Samantha had just came back from New York. Um, and I'm not going to give it away if you've never seen the movie before, but it's a great movie. They were all sitting around a table. Um, not New York. She had just came back from California. And a question was posed, and it said, are you happy every day and Charlotte's answer is my favorite line from the movie she said every day and Carrie said you're happy every day and Charlotte said not all day every day but every day and so that's what I'm trying to be on. That's the type of level I'm I'm trying to be on. Not all day, every day, but every day. I want to be grateful and appreciative of happiness in some aspect of my life. So let's go ahead and jump into the meat and potatoes, y'all. Execution. Let's define it. Um, because we want to be clear um, on what we're talking about here. We're not talking about black girl execution as in black girl on death row. Um, or the death penalty we ain't talking about that we are talking about the noun execution meaning the carrying out or putting into effect a plan order or course of action one more time we're defining execution the carrying out or putting into effect a plan, order, or course of action. We're going to talk about this in the sense of absorption without a plan of action or just plain old action, right? Um, and this is not just for the business owners because I know we live in a time where everybody trying to work for themselves, they tired of working for the quote unquote man. Um, not just applying putting in action your dreams as far as bringing in revenue or sleep income we're talking about plan of action for applying human principles to your everyday life for you to understand yourself better for people to understand you better if that's a goal for you y'all hear me flipping the pages because i like to take notes because i like for um our conversations to have a little structure amen Cause what's life without structure? <laughs> so when it comes to execution, um, the first one is self-awareness. So we talk about self-awareness. Um, if you if you've been along and on this ride and you're you're at this episode, self-awareness is not a new concept. Y'all may get tired of hearing it, but it's something that we have to keep in mind every day. And I had to, this week when I was at work, I had to execute self-awareness. We're not just talking about it. This is a plan of action. This is an order. This is me actually putting forth the things that I talk about, a.k.a. practicing what I preach. It was an email that fell into my inbox. And y'all, let me tell you something. If you work a job where you in Microsoft Outlook on a daily basis, 
the email is like the corporate or professional version of the DM. Okay. It goes down in the email and I received an email where a few people were copied on it and it had a, the email was addressed to me. It had a very condescending tone to it and it had tons of exclamation marks in it. Right. And I have an English degree. And so for me, when I read things, when I read text, I pay very close attention to language and, and how it's, you know, how it's being presented to me. I read things in a person's voice because I used to be a teacher. And so I used to read papers in, in my students' voices. That's, that's how I process things. And it put me in my feelings. It put me in my fifis. The email put me in my fifis because... I have colleagues of mine that are copied on it and I feel like I'm being talked down to. And I was like, I was low key pissed off. I ain't gonna lie. I was low key pissed off. And I hit reply all and I began to type. And when I started typing, I had to stop myself. Cause in that moment in my mind, I'm thinking I'm executing self-awareness I'm thinking to myself an immediate response to this where is it ultimately going to get you if you immediately respond to this how much more time are you going to spend going back and forth and wasting your energy with someone who more than likely is going to continue to fight for the last word I had to ask myself that. And so I packed up. It was at the end of the day, too. And that's another thing that I thought about. I was like, I'm tired. It's the end of the day. I received this email about eight minutes (laughs) before it was time for me to go. I closed down my laptop. I disconnected from my docking station. I locked up my computer and I went home for the day without responding to the email. Right. And recognizing and realizing that instead of reacting, I understood and realized that that was there was more power, more power laid in not responding at all for me. And another thing that I really had to hold on to was that the person who sent the email may or may not. Right. May or may not, but may think, they may think that I'm weak because I just chose not to respond or they may think that I'm avoiding conflict in any type of way. But I applaud myself for maintaining um, a level of professionalism and remaining present in the moment, not just physically, but also in my mind. And at the end of the day, if they think that I'm weak or if they think that I'm just kind of like to go with the flow or too nonchalant, they can think whatever they want. They can think whatever they want because I know what not responding to the email represented for me. And let me tell you something, folks. That was my subtle art of not giving a fuck. Because that just is what it is. 
So not just saying, oh, self-aware, self-aware, not just telling other people that they need to be more self-aware and that they need to try to become more cognizant of, but looking at me, looking at myself, like, okay, how can I exercise self-awareness in this very moment? And for me, it was checking my emotions before I tapped all the way into them. I stopped, I checked it, I questioned the situation. How can I make this work for me, for me, for a key? How can I make this work for me? Executing self-awareness. Another one is acknowledgement. This is a big one, y'all. Y'all know y'all love to be acknowledged. And when I say y'all, I mean us, me, because I like to be acknowledged too. It's it's lovely. It's beautiful. It's gratifying. It's validating. And we're not going to get too much and need other people's validation. But acknowledgement for yourself. Executing acknowledgement not just telling people you want to be acknowledged but you acknowledging certain things in yourself what your actions and what your words how what you did contributed to the status of a situation or how something played out acknowledging people we have to acknowledge that you play a role in every single situation that you are involved in. There will never, and when I say never, I mean never, ever, ever. There will never be an instance where everything that happens is solely at the fault of someone else. Ain't gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Ladies, Bump that. People. People. All people. Okay. You're mad because you're in a relationship with a person and the person keeps cheating even after you found out that they were cheating. Guess what? Acknowledge your part in that. Acknowledge your part in you in the continuation of you being disrespected and of you being cheated on. Yes, your mate is a crummy person for continuing to cheat on you knowing that they hurt you. They are. They are. They are a scummy, crummy person. But the continuation of how you feel low about yourself is because you won't stand up for yourself acknowledge that you are not confident enough to say hey I don't like it stop doing it because you're afraid of what the consequence or the reaction is going to be from that person acknowledge that you too scared to be alone acknowledge that you are scared that you are going to be left that that person gonna leave you because they're gonna say bump that I want to have my cake and eat it too on a regular basis what you gonna do about it so stop, stop at a certain point. It, it's not external, it's internal. At a certain point, it's not just about this person wanting to be with a whole bunch of folks. It's about this person understanding and realizing that you don't value yourself enough to stand up for yourself. 
That's what this person is doing. So internally, what are you doing about the situation? You're perpetuating the nonsense by not standing up for yourself. Acknowledge your role in that. Okay. Are you working a job where your soul has been dying for 15 plus years? It's not just that the job sucks. I mean, let's face it. It could suck. It really could at the heart and the core of the job. The job really could suck. But if you've been there for 15 plus years and your soul is dying because the job soul and profits and, and the job's objective isn't dying, your soul is dying. So whose fault is that? Acknowledge and accept that you're comfortable And you just don't want to shake it up. You don't want to shake it up. You are too comfortable to execute change and create opportunity for yourself. And this does not mean just quitting your job. (laughs) This does not mean just up and walking out and being financially irresponsible. It's about creating opportunity. It's not going to be easy. Creating opportunity for yourself is not going to be a walk in the park if you have a full-time job, especially if you have children. But if it's something that you really want, one baby step at a time will get you further along tomorrow than you were yesterday. So acknowledge your role in your soul dying at your job. It's because you're not pushing yourself. Acknowledge that, okay? Do you feel like you're not getting what you need from your relationships or your friendships? Acknowledge your role in this. Go back. I challenge you to go back. And I've had to do this recently myself in some relationships that I am in. Go back and assess on what grounds was the relationship cultivated. Because everything is always in the fundamentals, right? Was it cultivated on lies, deceit, secrets, Was your relationship or friendship cultivated from one-sided emotional support? Meaning was one person in the relationship or friendship more emotionally involved than the other? And you failed to recognize the signs? You failed to recognize that you were with a mate that mm, it kind of didn't feel right in your gut that maybe they was lying and you know, they were being a little bit deceitful and they were ho- holding on to secrets. But you, you, you failed to recognize and address those things. The foundation builds the rest of the house. Go back there and assess what happened. Because we all, and when I say we, I'm including myself in this. Y'all know me. Y'all know I'm not going to just throw y'all under the bus and ride over y'all. You know, I ain't going to do that to y'all. We love to go back and point the finger and point the blame. You did this. You did this. You did this. And something that I've learned this week in therapy is that I myself I have to learn how to exercise a certain level level of empathy. I can't, I myself cannot keep 
wanting people to hear me while I don't have um, a pure understanding of what the other person is saying. And let's not confuse this with agreeing because you can understand somebody without agreeing with them. Black people, black people, you can understand somebody without agreeing with them. You, you can, that is possible because we are all different types of people. We think differently. We have different upbringings. Just let it be known that somebody can say something to you. You can be in a heated discussion or a heated conversation with somebody and you can understand their point of view and not agree. This is for both sides. Okay. We love to go back and say, this is what I need. This is what I expect. I want you to hear me out. But understand where that person is coming from on the other side. And understand that that person is not you. Stop expecting you from other people. And this is something... (laughs) That one of my coworkers, one of my old colleagues used to tell me about two, three years ago. He used to say, Keisha, everybody ain't like you. And he wasn't talking about it in an emotional, psychological sense. You know, we would just, you know, play around and, you know, joke about stuff. And when he would say that, like, I still hear that in my head to this day. When I be in situations and I be getting caught up in my feelings, I hear him in my head saying, Key, everybody ain't like you. Stop expecting you from other people. Start accepting people for who they are. Acknowledge, carry out acknowledgement of a person being who they are and what they represent in your life and let's work at not being so wound up and feeling like people are not hearing us out right I am going to wrap this up right but before I wrap this up I want to drop a gem for my strong friends out there all right shout out to my strong friends um I want to say this to y'all your friends who are leaning on you for support will often not consider you to be the quote unquote strong friend So they will not consider you to be the strong friend because you are just their friend. You are loving them. You are pulling them through their hard times. You are making them feel okay with their position in life because you acknowledging as a strong friend that there's a certain part of you that is attracting these people to you and there is you acknowledging that there is something within you that has this this need and and get some type of fulfillment out of 
validating people and and bringing out the best in them. So they're not going to see you as the quote unquote strong friend. And when you back away, a lot of times or sometimes it is possible that they will just consider you to be too busy because they're not considering you the quote unquote strong friend because you always appear like you got it together. So even though they see these memes on Instagram or Facebook or anywhere on social media, even though they're seeing these things that say check on your strong friends, they are still not registering. They're still not connecting because there are a lot of people out here who are not doing work to self work psychological and mental work to the point where they are not out of themselves there are a lot what I'm realizing there are a lot of extremely self-absorbed people in this world and if you know me personally go and we celebrating self-awareness right now if you know me on a personal level and you know that you are the type to quickly and easily fall into your fifis click out now Click out now because this ain't you're not going to want to hear this because I don't need anybody taking this personally like I'm directing this or jabbing this at anyone. OK, this is a gem for my strong friends. And so we back. So like I was saying, they there are a lot of very self-absorbed people. And at a certain point, we are all self-absorbed because at the end of the day, we have to take care of ourselves before we can love on and support one another. And I, I dive into that very deeply in the last episode. Or was that epi- the episode before? Go listen to the past episodes, okay, where I talk about taking care of yourself while simultaneously being aware of the people around you still. Go check that out. But they are self-absorbed to the point where they're not thinking, oh, let, you know, let me make sure such and such is okay if I haven't heard from them in two weeks, right? Because you as a strong friend are pulling away because you really are going through something. But these people, they're just not connecting the dots. They're just not. So strong friends, I know you don't want to hear this. And it's really hard for strong friends to do this when they have that image of always being so well put together and always being the go-to person for advice. And when people don't pick up the phone and call you strong friend, you just become more and more resentful. You become, and I've been experiencing this personally, so it's not just strong friend, it's me too, right? You become more and more resentful and you're like, what the hell? Like, I thought I meant something to these people. Strong friend you are going to have to dig Atlantic Ocean deep within yourself and tap into your vulnerability. You're going to have to break that shell and you're going to have to admit that you're not okay, that you need to be heard, that there is something on your mind And you're going to have to express. You just got to express how you feel. And in a previous episode, um, I want to say this is the last episode that I did. The one before this one. I said you communicate with a person. Be confident and courageous enough to communicate how you truly feel with the people around you. Especially when they have hurt you. Address it. And then at that point. 
give those people an opportunity to respond and how they respond is going to be your way of knowing where your relationship stands with that person and what your relationship is with that individual moving forward. And this is not to say, you know, cut off certain people, but as you begin to transition in your life, things are going to start to change around you. Your spirit is going to change. Your thought processes are going to change. Um, the people around you, the makeup of your circle, that that's going to change. And I'm going to say the the S word. And this is the, the S word that a lot of um, hardcore religious people hate. Spiritual. <laughs> yeah, hardcore religious people hate hate when people say they're more spiritual than religious I don't know what it's like man it's like that word like it's like that word just comes and like knocks your 10 piece on the floor I don't know what it is but especially if you're a very spiritual person and you even religious people if you're a very religious person and you're praying and you're praying specifically that God remove anything from your life that is not for your benefit, be it people, places, removing you from jobs, removing you from relationships, remove anything from you that is not for, you know, the bettering of you in your journey and in your process and, and for what he needs you to be surrounded by in order to get you to that place where you can truly fulfill your purpose, no matter how much it hurts your flesh. He will start to remove people and things from you. He will start to put you in certain situations. And this is not anything against the people who you will no longer be surrounded by because God may be steering them onto a different path. God may be steering those people away from you, not for your benefit, but for theirs. And this is something that we all have to understand and realize is when it comes to execution and when it comes to um, living by by the universe, living by, you know, what is within us, living by our passions, our desires and just wanting to be better people. We have to respect the changes and the processes and our in our own executions and and how people if you are executing something in your life, if you're carrying out a plan or order or a certain activity for your life, other people around you are doing that as well. So we all need to be mindful that it's not just us and people needing to acknowledge and respect what we are doing, but that we too have to carry out and execute and exhibit consideration for the people and what they're doing. If you love those people, support them. And I don't mean buy something. I don't mean patronize a business. I mean, cheer them on. That's free. That's free. And, you know, it's all in love. And it's it's hard for all people, for certain people, no matter the color. It's hard for us to love. But I'm talking specifically to my black people. It's a it's a different type of trying to get us to try to love on each other and cheer each other on and support each other. Um which I believe dates far back to the Willie Lynch letter. I'm not, I'm not going to get political with y'all or, or dig too far into that, but I will just recommend 
go read the Willie Lynch letter. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But for some reason, it's it's like another level of resistance. It's a different level of resistance when it comes to us supporting each other and cheering each other on. Um, I would like to see us work on that. But like I said, you have to acknowledge. You within yourself have to acknowledge, you know, truly if you are having feelings of envy um, or if you um, just don't want to see a person do better. Um, I was listening to, um, not to get too far off, um, off task because we're getting ready to wrap it up, but I was listening to the Thought Podcast, I think, and one of the hosts was saying, when I see someone doing good or doing, you know, doing better, I think to myself, wow, I just need to get up earlier. I just need to get out of bed earlier. I need to drink an extra cup of coffee and I just need to grind it out. I need to get on it because it motivates me. So use it as inspiration and motivation. Let's execute consideration. Let's execute love for ourselves and for each other and just trying to keep each other together. I mean, like, shoot, shit. So at the end of the day, the moral of this story is don't just like and share Gary V stuff or MJ Harris speaks TD Jakes. Don't don't just be sharing their stuff and say, oh, yeah, this is a word. Take something from it. Hold on to it and execute on it. Extend from it. Don't just repost, repost, repost. Don't just share, share, share. Don't just chat, 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 talk, talk, talk. What you going to do? What you going to do? Is you going to do something? If you ain't going to do nothing, stop putting Gary V stuff on my timeline. Because I can just go over there on Gary V page and, and see it for myself. I don't have to go follow him and then see it when he posted and then watch you post it and share it too. I ain't got to do all that. Because if you're not showing me how to execute, if you're not offering no type of extension skills for it then I don't want to see it okay <laughs> shout out to my husband because he is cooking the mac and cheese for Thanksgiving my husband is a bomb cook y'all I cannot tell you how many times when people ask me you cooking what you cook I'm like <laughs> girl my husband cooking and even he'll say sometimes he's like do you just like when I do it do you just like when I cook because you can cook I just think you like it when I do it duh like what the hell the hell kind of statement is that of course I like it better when you do it shit just tastes better when you ain't cook it yourself I mean seriously am I lying (laughs) anyways y'all I'm gonna come back in December um, I want to try to get out at least two more episodes before the end of the year. I haven't been pumping them out um, week by week like I originally planned, but I'm going to keep putting them out. Like I said, you guys follow me over on my Instagram page. It is key curls, K-E-Y-C-U-R-L-S. And we also got the email which is keycurls at gmail.com. I want to say thank you to my listeners, my listening base. It's growing, like it's small, but let me tell you something. It's bigger than what it was three months ago. 
hello um so those are you who are listening those who those of you who are coming over from my youtube page yes i do have a youtube page where i'm doing natural hair stuff over there um just youtube search key curls and i'll pop up um but if you're coming over from my youtube page um if you listen to the podcast and you go over to the youtube whatever whatever or if you're coming from the instagram page However you come in, wherever you coming from, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Reach out to me. Let me know what you want to hear. And enjoy the week. Um, if you hear this after Thanksgiving, that's why I'm saying that. <laughs> but I love y'all, man. I love y'all. I love y'all. Get some rest. And as always, stay encouraged and motivated. Peace.